All right, yo, 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 yo. So check. So for this episode, we're going to start it off with this quote. So I think I need to hear this. I think maybe some of y'all need to hear this too, but just be happy and a reason will come. And that's from Robert Brout. You bitch. You. Hey, boy. Would you meet me on the roof tonight? I got a surprise for you. I always ask you this question, like, like, does this type of song, like, do it make you want to do cocaine? <laughs> Wait, when do you always ask me that? I asked you this before on the pod. You did. This song, nah, not so much. Like, do it remind you of like your uncles that had like Jerry curls and shit? They used to do cocaine. Okay? Yeah. I hope they wasn't shermed out, but I'm sure the niggas was doing coke. Or niggas crack. is like that. Or crack. <laughs> <laughs> Just so y'all know, if I was in the motherfucking late 80s, I probably would have been one of the niggas shirmed out. Damn. I'm just kidding, you bitch, you. Let's go. Episode motherfucker 42, mm. man. We got some drinking here. Get it. Let's get ready, man. One of my motherfucking favorite reiterations of the song. Reiterations. You know, the, the bass player on this song was getting all the head. Why do you think that? Cause nigga was hitting it with the axes. I would always, I would always, I would always imagine it would be the nigga that's on the keys. No, okay. Nah. You come up with that bass, nigga. That's big dick energy, nigga. That bass, nigga. We're not talking about big dick energy this episode. <laughs> oh wait. Outside, my nigga. You right. <laughs> this is '94, so what you was five? Five? I think I was born in '88. Nigga, oh. I was six. We're <laughs> gonna do this shit again. Yo, Jay, Jay, look. Mike Sash on the motherfucking beat, yeah, yeah, by the motherfucking skeet, yeah. Mm. Oh, 
over your fucking seats, what yeah. Fuck? Hey, you little fucking bees, yeah, yeah. See, I tried to flip a bitch in the beach, yeah. About to head to the beach, about to get a fucking little, little cute thing, hey. Little boo thing, yeah. I'm fucked up about my boo thing, hey. You know how we do things, yeah. It's ain't fucking boo thing. My says, nigga, nigga, whose thing is that over there on the corner? <laughs> <laughs> she in the corner? <laughs> yeah, 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 Barry, Barry. Brother, did you get off there, nigga? Yo, it'd be like one to the two to the three to hey. the four. Guess yeah. who just came through? The motherfucking though it's yeah. Brother D. Uh. Who else could it be? Uh. Sit back and listen to the way a nigga speak like mm. I know you felt that. Mm. Go ahead and lay back. Mm. You know I'm hurting her. She love it when she rub on the nigga furniture. Mm. That's my beard. Welcome to the If I Let You Tell the Podcast. It's your boy Mike Sesh, Mike Fresh. Now, who else could it be but Brother D? You motherfucking bitch, you episode 42. Thank you for tuning in, you bitch. And when I say you bitch, I'm, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> it sound rude as fuck, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> yeah. I welcome all of you guys to be a part of this journey with us. Thank you guys for fucking tuning in, man. And in all honesty, man, I would be fucking trash if I did not start this pod off on some real nigga shit. Man, it's been a heavy week, a heavy, heavy week, not just for me, but for the both of us. Big old facts. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and let's get this out. Man, let's get this out of our system, man. So um, rest in peace to my Uncle Larry. Rest in peace to my Uncle... Uh, it's not my uncle. But rest in peace to my homeboy Ro. You know what I mean? My homeboy Robert. Uh, Brother D. Man, my uh my cousin passed. He's older. He was old enough to where I would call him my uncle. I feel like if I got you got 30 years on me, you an uncle or auntie. I'm not calling you cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was you was born back when the bathroom was a separate, like you segregation old. I'm sorry, I'm trying to be funny, but I mean <laughs> Rest in peace to my um, my cousin, my cousin mm-hmm. Morris Taylor, man. He lived a great life, great man. He was a man's man. They called him Big Mo. Mm-hmm. I just called him Cousin Morris. Rest in peace. So what we would like to do, man, is get a moment of silence right now for our loved ones, man. If you can join us, please do. King's back. You know what I mean? So definitely want to shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, you know what I mean? The Patreon page that we've been having. So we what we're doing right now, if you guys can, look it up. So right now, if you go to the podcast page on Instagram, it's the podcast for you. You can look at the page and you can check and see the link. It's going to tell you everywhere you can listen to the podcast, but it's also going to give you a special link, the first link. It's going to give you a link to the Patreon page where you can actually get more information more content, more everything about the podcast. If you really fuck with us like that, mm. man, you have the ability to subscribe to three different tiers, 
And we're working really hard to try to make sure that you got the enjoyable experience when it comes to this podcast, man. So if you if you fucking with us like that, man, please do like subscribe, man. Brother D, you got anything? It's three different tiers. Um, you got the supporter tier. We appreciate those who support us. The tier is five dollars. It's a $10 tier That's for the buckos You know who the buckos are mm-hmm. And last but not least It's a $20 tier For the sick negroes It's a little bit of sick negro On all of us Yes But we, we're thankful for those Who have already started To support us We're looking mm-hmm. forward to those Who continue to Just know the money that we Receive for the pod Is only getting fed Back into the pod We want to bring you guys More exclusive content We got merch mm-hmm. on the way We got a bonus episode, I believe, for those mm-hmm. who 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 are riding with us like that. So yes. come on and support. Um, right. And in the meantime, keep listening. Right. You know, like I said, it's five dollars. We spend five dollars on mm-hmm. ranch at Wingstop on Wednesdays. Get that mm-hmm. Nola rub and that that mango hob. Let's talk about it. So we definitely want to give a shout out to our first ever patron, mm. Melissa. Man, we definitely appreciate you. You know what I mean? Thank you for fucking tuning in. Thank. You know what I mean? Just your your support is very fucking appreciated. So, in typical pie fashion, not only are we gonna play this song, we're gonna take this shot for you too. You know what I mean? Brother D, are you ready? Let's do it, man. Alrighty. Alright, all right, King. You're gonna mess up my yeeks. <laughs> mess up your yeeks. Mm. This is a song you specifically requested. But we're gonna have an honest conversation about this, man. Let's do it. Hey love, you say you need someone to be there for you, to love you all day long. I don't think you have to look no further, because I'm right here, and I'm ready to do all the things you man me to do. Tell me what. It's like, what is the thought process of that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, man. Let me get my motherfucking air horn ready, man. <laughs> Honestly, God, what is the thought process of telling a nigga, like, or telling a girl, like, your nigga ain't shit, but I swear to God, like, I'm that nigga for you? That's that. Have you ever done this? Have you nah, done some shit like that? I've never done that. That dirty Mac, that's against the code. Mm. You know, I respect the code. Right, I wouldn't right, respect right. the code. Right, right, right. That's some nasty ass shit. Let me put this nigga down so I can make myself look better. Look at the first words this nigga says, man. And I want you guys to hear it and hear it good. All right? You bitch, you. Let's go. Tell me what kind of man would treat this woman so cold. Nah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Treat you like you're nothing when you're worth more than gold. Treat you like you're nothing. I don't, I don't know why that's funny. Why are you with this? This is a sick Negro. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Girl, to me, you're like a diamond. I love the way you shine. Keep going. Like a hundred million dollar treasure, I give the world to make you mine. Put a string of pearls right in your hand, make love on a beach 
of jet black sand outside in the rain. We can. <laughs> Yo, I don't want to look at you when I sing. Don't this. sing to me and say rain. <laughs> don't sing to me and say rain. Yo, Joe. <laughs> when we turn this shit back up. I wanna do all of the things you may want to do. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> I feel like it's safe to say that nigga Joe got a toy box. Joe definitely got a toy box. But my whole thing is like, what is this whole thing with his catalog of music where he refused to make songs where it's catered to a single woman? He All his songs is catered to women that are married or women that have niggas already that would shoot this nigga. I, I, I can't understand Right. It. You know what I mean? So, do you have anything? No. Nah, that shit's fucking gross. Look, man. Watch this shit. I don't, I don't, All the women out there who don't have niggas that want niggas, and he's like, oh, you got a man? Oh, I need you. You my type. Wouldn't the Mr. Steal your girl? Yo. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, man, if you don't get Joe the motherfuck out of here. And I was about to say, like, I was about to tell the ladies to get I, up and cha-cha at their desk and shit. Bro, I don't know what it is. Like, you ever listen to the song Faded Pictures? With the song with Joe and Case, I think so. Listen to every Joe song; it never has to do with any single woman. I, I'm telling you, it's not a conspiracy at this point. This nigga, it's something about ball R and B niggas, man. But this what that's why you know he's so insecure. Because on that one song, he showed how insecure he was. What stutter? <laughs> that's why he didn't trust her. Cause on every song he trying to take somebody, girl. Wait, look. If I was your man, <laughs> hey. uh-huh. yeah, yeah. No. about to do is that <laughs> what's the name of these songs my nigga treat her like a lady so i can have you back <laughs> Yo, <this nigga laughs> wait hold on wait oh you was a sick negro nigga you was in long beach going crazy when this drop up everybody say hi. yeah oh. 
It's 50 Cent. Brother D definitely had a motherfucking G unit, like fucking bulletproof tank top. Relax, I can't rock and roll with you. Tear the club up and still hit them blocks and them souls with you. Can you picture me and you? None of your friends, no crew. We can do whatever you want to do. I take your mind off whatever you're going through. And sit back and relax to the sound to the sax. I'm hood, but that don't mean I ride around with the rats. I work you, make you lose a couple pounds in the sack. Look at what we got right here. Such a work of art. Someone I'll bring my heart. Do anything, it's what I'll do. Just so that she would be mine. I'll give her all my time. Every part of me, <laughs> my mind, soul, and my body. What's up, I won't. You ever told a girl she was a work of art? Yeah. Yeah? You're serious? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> You're a work of art. Alright, so my whole my whole issue with that is we gotta be really honest with the way niggas actually talk to women outside of their homeboys. Okay. That's, that's a might be getting to something. <laughs> you might like, be getting on to something. I had this conversation before and niggas be trying to play coy. And all that shit, you know what I mean? No, niggas playing coy is gross. Yeah, it's gross. What do you mean? But but, but in, in all honesty, like y'all niggas be talking to girls mad crazy, but y'all always save face when it comes to when it's in front of your niggas. Why is that? I and I swear I, I hate to come off as the nigga that be on the pot that seem like I'm always like on the women's side and shit. Or sometimes I. I don't sound like I'm on the woman's yeah, side. Yeah, you really sometimes you really don't be on the woman's <laughs> side. <laughs> I don't think they think that about you at all. <laughs> but <laughs> but when it comes down to it, like, dog, it don't honestly my nigga like I feel like it, it should be like that. Like niggas that's the same way with women mm. that they are with their niggas. It's that's that shit is just trash. Like mm. And at the same time, it's got to be a balance because the woman that you're with has got to be okay with you being whoever you are with her and not being like, like you, like Kevin Gates once said, like you can't just be a gorilla all the time, like just beating on your chest and shit. Like you should be able to get into like that, like that soft, like sensual, I love you, baby. I care Mm -hmm. about you, baby. I missed you. Mm -hmm. Like give a nigga some jokes, but also like let a nigga be. You should yeah. be able to be that nigga. So I, I, I think it should be a balance. So it, it should be night and day, though. Yeah. I shouldn't know what kind of shit you get off with your girl. Mm. Like that's. Mm. And if you're trying to get some shit off, I'm, I'm, I would assume that you're gonna be ducked off in the corner. You're not gonna be able to sit next to me and be like, "Ooh, baby, our song's on." Like, nah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's fucking. I don't care if it's poo shiesty. Like, nah, don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, yeah. so I gotta come. <laughs> I got. I gotta come. Yikes. I gotta come. This is a sick Negro. I gotta tell you guys the story real quick, man. On some real shit. It was the first time I ever made tea for my girl. Not the girl I'm currently with, but it was a girlfriend at the time. Okay? Okay. So with that, I want to give you guys a little background music, okay? Let's go. So. (laughs) (laughs) So. 
2013. Edit point. I was dating this girl. Oh, let me turn it down just a little bit more. So, have you ever made tea for a girl? Yeah. What was the, like your first experience making tea for a woman? Probably back in like 07, 06. Some I say, I, no, not when, but how was your first experience making tea for a woman? Oh, it was real. It was real regular, nothing, nothing exciting. Just took the hot water. Put it, we'll put the water in the microwave. Mm. Got that shit bubbling. Mm. Drop the bag in there. See, this is the thing. I skipped a step. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you guys real quick. Please don't judge me, mm. okay? I never made tea for anybody. I only made tea for myself like that. Please don't judge me. <laughs> At the time, I was 23 years old. Yeah, I was a little Fuck. too. I was a little. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> the late bloomer? I was I was a little too old to be doing this shit. I know, but my girl asked me to make her some tea. She was a little she was a little blue. You know what I mean? I went in the kitchen. She was a little blue. <laughs> okay, all right. All right I boiled right. the water. I didn't put it in the microwave. I boiled it in the pot. Whatever. Hmm. You from watch? You good with a pot? Go it, ahead. It, it was the first time I ever had to actually make tea. So I actually opened the tea bag. Oh shit. And I dumped the tea. <laughs> what I, in the cream I of wheat? <laughs> what in the grits? <laughs> I dumped all the shit inside of the motherfucking cup, right? Hmm. My whole thought process was that it was gonna dissolve. Right, okay, okay. I didn't know yeah. about tea bags. Like right, 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 got you. So I dumped everything in there. And then, shut up, Moesha. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so, oh my God, man. So, <laughs> oh, shit. no. All right, so I dumped the whole shit inside of the goddamn the cup. I went and took it to her. What do you think she said? Thank you. After she looked at a, a cup full of just fucking. Did you stir it? Put some sugar in the bitch? Motherfucking honey? Something? No. Cough drop? I thought it was going to dissolve. Oh, you didn't do nothing to it. You just broke the bag open and then just, just took it to her? <laughs> I just got the visual. <laughs> what kind of do you remember what kind of cup it was? That should say like number one mom or something. Like what does it just say? <laughs> I haven't had my coffee. Like what the cup say? That also goes with like just the whole thing about like men and women and just like the way we even like approach each other, right? Okay. Like I think you brought this up to me before about like nail shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if a woman don't ask you what color for the nails, like, do she actually fuck with you? I'm going to say, nah, not at all. Like, uh, get some motherfucking explosions in here. Now. 
Let's talk about it. Let, let's have an honest conversation. Let, we, this, this part, we're going to talk. And, and just remember, everybody who's listening, especially the ladies, like, these are two men talking. Mm. You might feel differently, but right. <laughs> fuck it. You don't have a microphone. <laughs> um, if you go. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Lord have mercy, I'm about oh, to bust. Oh, <laughs> yeah, say it twice. <laughs> Off the nails. If you pull them up to the shop, I'm going to assume it's block owned. It don't have to be, but I'm going to assume. You getting your nails done. You see me all the time. You know how your nails look right next to my chest. You've seen these tats. And you don't want to let me know what color you're getting. You don't want to, hey, should I get mm. you these? Should I get you, should I get that? What you think about this? I really don't feel like you fuck with me. I don't know, man. I'm kind of on the opposite side. Okay. So if she don't ask you what color to get, do she really not fuck with you? you? You think if she don't tell you like or ask you like she don't fuck with you like that? I think so because I think she doesn't have to go with what I'm saying. But I feel like, shit, when I get my fade done, I'm sending a picture. So I'm sending a FaceTime. I'm looking away from the camera on some, on some light skin shit. So mm-hmm. I feel like... When you get your nails done, like you might be on the fence and you just want to know my opinion. Shit, you could fake it. You could know exactly what you're gonna get and still just ask me. I think it's just the it's the matter of including me in the process. Right. That that's that and that's do my main thing. Me. My main thing I think is more so the inclusion in the process. I don't think it's not necessarily like the the color shit. You know what I mean? Like I think like women just like niggas to be there. And you know what I mean? Like when it comes to the color and all the shit, they already know what color they already have in mind. That Think they so? Choose. <laughs> they ain't relying on us to choose, my nigga. Like, no. They already know what color they have in mind that they're going to want to choose and all this shit. We talking they, about the hands. Because, you know, for the feet, they usually just be going with the white. White toes for the hoes. <laughs> and the hoes will be the niggas. I still haven't even, like, studied that art yet. About, like, the... The foot, like the toenails, colors and shit. You want us to believe that? Do you, Do you have like a artistic like look at that? I mean, I. What do you think about women with white toenail polish? I'm not sure why that shit is popping. It for the most part, that shit that shit is a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be kind of a, I guess you could say like a traditionalist. Like, I like the I still like the French, the little French mm-hmm. French patty. Mm-hmm. That shit go. But also at the same time, I'm not the foot homie. Mm-hmm. Like my socks stay on, so you don't suck toes. I don't suck toes. Um, that's just not my thing. I just feel like when you got like a a foot thumb in your mouth, like you a different kind of bucko. Like you got. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> there you go. saying? Because what what you do? Like, I feel like you probably be hitting them with the, li- the this little piggy and shit, right? Like this little piggy and. Wiggling a little pinky toe and shit. But then when you get to that toe thumb, that foot thumb. I honestly feel like this is like turned into a sex podcast. <laughs> and that's exactly what the fuck it is. Because <laughs> I was a guy like, it'd be questions where I feel like as men, we have to ask each other. Don't want some like, you know what I mean? Like it just be on some like, let's just have a conversation about this. You know what I mean? So why don't you want to suck on your woman toe? Like for real, for real. I don't know. It's just it. Uh, it 
it doesn't do anything. We, we ain't talking about putting hot sauce on the shit. We ain't talking about a little Kool Aid on the. We ain't talking about doing none of that shit. I'm just talking about like why, like why is that such a a barrier? I don't. Know, I just feel like niggas walk around on their feet all day. Okay. Motherfuckers got t- got socks on mm. and you know, like it get hot down there on the feet. You're the you're the type of nigga that would jump in the pool with your socks on. I I might I might could. I I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> For those that know me, when I go to the beach, I got some Nike slides on. Shit, I might do like my nigga Nick Cannon on Love Don't Cost a Thing. Fuck around short with the with the shoes on, then when I take them off, I'm going to have the shoes tied together and have them hanging around my neck. Yeah, and I walked around this. The last time I was at the beach with my socks off, I was in Puerto Rico. San Juan. But why? I'm just not the foot homie like that. I'm not Dr. It's Shows. Not about, it's not about being the foot homie. Your toes is out now. Yeah. Yeah, you the foot homie. But I get. I actually had this conversation with my brother. And that nigga, all right. I'm not saying this is your situation. Yeah. But I'm saying like, he was like, man, like I fuck with your style. Like, my style is really nothing. Like, it, you know what I mean? I just throw on like some shit. But my whole shit, he was like, man, your feet be out. But I'm like, all right, do you not get pedicures? Like, he was like, I've never got a pedicure in my life. And it's not even to throw his business out there. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's just like. I've never got it. And I'm like, why? He was like, it's feminine. But I'm like, what's feminine about taking care of your body? I'm like, you wash your ass, right? You yeah. go like you go in the shower, you wash your ass, you make sure you get into the crevices or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you make sure you smell good, you look good, right? Yeah. So what the fuck's the difference from getting your feet clean in a way that you probably won't be able to get them done by yourself? Yeah, but like that's kind of it's that's kind of a reach. The whole getting your feet done is feminine. I remember, I remember right. when niggas used to think or speak like that. Like I remember mm-hmm. before I first got my first manicure, I was like, nah, that's some that's some feminine shit. But right, it's right. it's a good feeling to have your shit clean. And I I mean I got a pedicure and the massage chairs is fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, you like the shit when they be hitting the knots on your butt and shit. You sick fuck. You be feeling a little thumb motions, a little double thumb over thumb. It's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> How do I turn this chair up, head ass? But uh, no, nah, I think I mean like it's been a minute. The last time I got a pedicure, um, uh, actually was uh, on Father's Day. Right. Um, I guess it would have been that day before because I think Father's Day was a Father's Day's a Sunday. Um, but. No, I don't think it's. I mean, you should have your feet together. And I'm not gonna lie, my feet ain't the best, but I'm working on them. Um, How are you working? On? I got a little, little, little ointment I be putting on my shit, a little spray down and shit. You know, I was, I was going through it because I, I wasn't the nigga that was on top of his feet like that. Feet with an S. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's good to keep them up. I just don't keep them out. Like if this one of my nigga is a rapper, dog. <laughs> like you can't like dog. You cannot convince me otherwise, man. This nigga brother, I keep him up. I don't keep him out. So you you telling me you take your socks? Okay, so hypothetically, you in the yeeks mm-hmm. shirt then came oh, yeah, off. No, my socks are off. 
So you sit down, like grab one foot and take Bro, a walk. Like I like I like being bare. <laughs> <laughs> I like being bare. Yo, my God, man. This is a sick Negro. Freak, man, freak, man. Yes, you, wait, cause you better keep your goddamn footies on. I'm going to keep it a buck. Hey, look, this is an adult podcast, right? Facts. This is an adult podcast. So, you got to admit, my nigga, like, you've had the girl, a girl that you fuck with, a girl that you fuck with, whatever. She on a doggy style position, right? I swear to God, this is a sex podcast. But like, she in a doggy style position, right? But she's on the bed, but you not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you standing, like you know what I mean? Like we tall niggas, we not little niggas. Yeah, yeah, niggas is six foot and up around here. You know what I mean? Hey man, you bitch, you. So yeah, yeah, niggas is long around here. Pause. So a girl bent over on the bed, whatever, right? You know what I mean? Niggas stand up. But it's like when it comes to like having your socks, especially if you on some wood floor, mm-hmm. like you get a little bit more grip when you take the socks off. You know what I mean? Okay. Like your feet just a little bit more planted when you take the socks off. Yeah. Like if you really hitting that shit crazy, like. When you got socks on, like it's sometimes you lose you lose your little your, your stability a little bit. Are you gripping the wood floor with the bare feet? Oh, you you different. See, because I keep the socks on, I'll be having to put one foot up like Captain Morgan. Yeah, I keep the And it's all leverage. It's all just heave hole. Sometimes you gotta put your hand behind your back. See. This is the thing, man. Hit it with the scoop. I'm 190 pounds. I don't know if that's a big nigga or a little nigga when it comes to when you. I'm 6'1", so I don't know if that's big or small. The problem is it's about to turn into the baby boy moment. Right? Because I'm 6'1". Right. But I'm 255. And that's how Monique say that's average, too. But go ahead, one ninety. Go ahead. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> My whole thing is this, dog. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I want to, like, hey man, call a girl, man. Let's, let's call, let's call a woman, man. Let's have somebody Yo. call in. You know what I mean, man. Have a girl call in. We, 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 we need, we need some context on some shit. Hmm. Any woman. Beezy motherfucking duh. Please say the duh. The motherfucking duh. I have a I have a quick question for you. You have a question for me? Yes. Oh dear goodness, what's happening now? I'm I'm. What? Why are you pause? What's going on? Sorry, get, I'm get, trying to put the day. Get your life together, man. But. Excuse me, because it's a sexual question, but we need the woman's perspective. 
Mm, Beasy, what up? Beasy. Beasy, what you change? The Wi-Fi code, Mikko? Stop. Not change the Wi-Fi code. No, I had to put, I was putting on my headphones so I could hear you better. Did you did you hear what I said? You had a question for me. I have a God. question for you. It's <laughs> the thing is, it's excuse us. It's a sexual question, but we need the woman's perspective. Miss Scoozy. Miss Scoozy, pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> okay. What's the question? Yeah, it looks like you're still in your flight uniforms and shit, so it means there might be people around you. <laughs> I'm good. I have my headphones on. Calm she, down. She All in right. the cockpit. Everybody knows I'm inappropriate. <laughs> the cockpit. She in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Hey. <laughs> so do women prefer to get hit doggy style while the man and the woman is on the bed? Or why the woman is on the bed and the man is standing up on the floor. This is, of course, the questions that you ask me. Of course. These are the kinds of questions. I'm just asking questions. You don't have to answer <laughs> if you don't. Because you, you, know an- <laughs> no, you know I'll answer them, honestly and truthfully. Those are the kinds of questions that you ask me. Just... Okay. The preference is... <laughs> I would say when his feet are on the ground. Told you. Told you. It's more sturdy. (laughs) It's more sturdy. All right, wait. Wait. So you don't want to hit you with Oh, go ahead. So what do you you feel about a nigga that wears socks during sex? Oh, my God. (laughs) So you got all the way bucket naked and let's go sock one? Yeah. That's what's happening? Hypothetically, yeah. He has to, he yeah. has to get full bucket wow. naked, right? Correct. Correct. You got you can't just stop at the ankles, my nigga. Brother D, do you want to see that nigga's toes? Go ahead. Go ahead. And my other Ooh. thing is so you don't so a nigga can't hit you with the Captain Morgan? You know, you got the one foot up on the bed. Not the cap- oh my God. That's the one 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 foot on the tub. Yeah, you hit the you hit, on the edge of the tub. You hit the one one foot up, and then you got that left hand on the right hip. So you would never oh, take your God. socks off during sex. If my socks came off during sex, I probably lost one of my footies. So you and that shit probably got. Like, but you just would never do it willingly on purpose. Yeah. Why would you like, why hold would up. you leave your socks on? Why right. would I take them off? That- <laughs> because you took everything else off. <laughs> right now, nah, my my shorts are probably at my ankles. Shirt came wow, off because that's, that's late. Oh, let me sit down one second and take my pants off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas is Doctor Shows. Y'all what niggas some old gold bond thugs. All right, all right. No, but let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hold on, hold on. Feet. Let me see. I don't. I don't be messing with guys that got crusty feet though. Anyway, so I'm not scared of your feet. If your feet is not crusty, I mean, why are you not saying, taking your socks off? Because real niggas keep their socks on. Right. Real niggas don't keep their socks. No, on. the last don't. real nigga that had sex with his socks off was <laughs> we had Adam. This conversation, brother D. We had this conversation because you had your socks on at the beach. Like but a real nigga supposed to. That's his shit. Like a real nigga supposed to. No. We just had this whole conversation about J Rock. This whole music video, that nigga jumped into the pool and he had his socks. He had long socks on. He was a real nigga. That, why is that a real nigga? Because he kept his socks on. Why? So what you want me to do? Take my socks off and so then you suck a, on my toes? So, Beasy, 
We had a whole conversation about pedicures. Whatever. All right, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, this whole conversation. Yeah, I can hear me. What's wrong with pedicures, honestly? Nothing. Nothing. We talked about it. Nothing wrong with pedicures. That was your brother. Oh. <laughs> that was your brother. I'm down with I'm down with the pedicure game. So if you if you're down with the pedicure game, why wouldn't you take your socks off? I took them off to get the pedicure. And then I put the motherfuckers back on. What's the point of a pedicure if you're putting your socks back on? Let me see them feet. Let me see them feet, brother. Let me see them feet. This nigga look down at my feet. This nigga look down at my feet. Taking this pot to another level. Oh no! Why you want to show your feet? I'm I'm not about to put my feet up to your computer screen. What in the what in the web chat? We'll put it on Patreon. Legs in the air. What's that? Hell to the no, no, no. Okay, so do you do you suck on toes? It's their pedicure. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So you, so you oh, put yeah. a foot thumb in your mouth. <laughs> so you fuck with the dinosaur paws. Okay. The little foot. You wouldn't have a girl no, suck your toes? I've never had a girl suck my toes. I wouldn't even do. I'm, That's strange. How you? But, but you would let a girl do a goose you smooch, right? that situation. A goose smooch? I would gladly let her do a gooch smooch. So yes. why she can't suck on your toes? your toes? Is it the same? Yes. Fuck no, yes. it's not. Okay. All right. Thank you, Amber. Hey, <laughs> we'll talk to you <laughs> soon. Thank you, Busy. But all right. All right, man. You're welcome. Yo. All right, No, you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Get your hand off your hip, nigga. <laughs> Nah, it's just it's not. You the same. let a girl lick your gooch, but you won't let her suck your toes. It's not the same. It is okay, right, okay, right, okay. Right, well, right. Since you want to compare the two, you sucked on toes. Yes. You ever ate ass? Yes. And expect you to say that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what you expect me to say? No. Yeah. Obviously, everybody know who the fuck I be, you bitch. Freak man, freak man, yeah, that's me. All right, yes. so you so you let a girl suck your toes, right? I've had my toes suck before. Would you let her toss you up? Hmm? Hmm? Freak man, freak man, yeah, that's me. No. Toss you up. <laughs> wait, 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 Motherfucking dog, the dog father. This is a sick Negro. He's coming through right now. Like a belly to dog. Got y'all on the Phyllis. Illuminati. See what y'all's thoughts are. That's treasure. The answer, brother D, is no. no I'll turn shit back up. I mean, I'm disrespecting when I turn, kiss your neck. I go a long way to get you back. With your respect. Late night, hit the highway, drop the top. I pull over, getting busy in the parking lot. Hey, how I link your hips and 
We can't let Tupac get away with that. He pushed his love inside. His love. <laughs> Yo. Man, what? Oh. I got the bedroom shaking back, breaking when we're tossing. I got the bedroom shaking. <laughs> you don't never Yo, knock it off. To to answer your question, I've not gotten to that part of. Let's. All right. Fucking sick crisscross applesauce right now. Let's talk. Show feet off this couch. Shut up. So, <laughs> this is my thing. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten to that point of my sexual fucking. And we just talking man to man. What point is that? What? I need to hear you say it. No, you don't need to hear me say it, nigga. You Neo? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> where the fuck is my explosion, man? I'm, I'm lacking on my fucking explosion, man. You bitch, you. So, it's certain things like I'm 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 trying to get to a different level of just like exploring different things with sex, but I'm still not at that level of anything when it comes to my booty hole, my nigga. Yo, no, don't don't touch my booty hole, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Don't touch my booty hole. Okay. Okay. All right. That's What is your what is your limitation? I'm sure it's booty hole. Don't touch my booty hole. Actually, <laughs> wait, how are you sure? <laughs> Yo, everybody relax, man. <laughs> I'm just asking. Uh, you gotta relax. Nah, I'm not with the. I'm not with the butt play. Yeah, don't play with my. Butt. Okay, ain't gonna be no Kanye. You know, Kanye like a little finger finger. Ain't gonna be no finger. No bleach. But I right. But I ain't mad a little toss up, little coin toss. You you did say. I'm not mad at it. I'm not requesting it. You know. But I mean, when you get your toes sucked, you asking her to suck on your toes? No. I was about to say, that's a nasty fucking request. This is the thing, though. Because mm. it was a, a good conversation that came up uh, before. Where it was like, during foreplay, like, do niggas, like, just whip their dick out during foreplay? Or they let this shit, like, ride out and then... For a play, you're not supposed to have your dick out. Yeah, you lost me when you said let it ride out. <laughs> you're not nah, supposed to have your dick you're definitely out. Definitely not. The foreplay play. is supposed to be all about her. Is getting your dick sucked foreplay? Nah, it's not. That's sex. Why? It's oral sex. Eating her pussy is foreplay ain't it yeah but you don't just get right to eating a box you gotta gotta you but know hit little, the little navel the little belly kiss little, but it's foreplay it's foreplay that leads to i feel like for her the foreplay would be like kissing on the neck kissing on the tats on the chest going down to the stomach kissing on the tats you fucking bitch you you know so you gotta, you gotta. The foreplay is the warm up. Yeah, and getting your dick sucked is normally the warm up, right? Yeah, but you gotta be careful. She started hitting you with that goose, <laughs> that that <laughs> goose neck, that that quagmire. Oh my god! You know the quagmire is that giggity giggity. So it, it could be game over. Okay. So, All right. So my whole thing is this: niggas been waiting on this Isaiah Rashad song. 
Not not the song, but the album. The album. For fucking five years now, you know what I mean? Let me give a motherfucking air horn just real quick, man. This new song I'm gonna play as an intermission right now. And um I hope you guys motherfucking enjoy. Fucking song right there, man. If I'm not excited, if you're not excited, man, something wrong with you, my nigga. Like, that album about to go crazy. 16 tracks. I'm waiting to see that. Oh like, shit! 13. But I do, I do have a topic. Okay, let's get to it. So the topic is about. It's kind of another serious topic. Okay. And I feel like we actually do pretty well on serious topics. I do. It's about having the capacity to listen to somebody vent. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So, at you're you've been like you a counselor? I am. You know what I mean? I've been a, I've been a school counselor before. You know what I mean? My past career felt. But my whole thing is this: there is a toll that's. That takes like when you listen to somebody's problems all day, mm-hmm. and the question always comes up is who's going to counsel the counselor? You know what I mean? Right, right. Who's going to counsel the counselor? Like, or who's going to take care of the counselor? How do you feel when somebody comes up to you? Don't even ask you how your day is and get straight into what's wrong with them. 
I'm not gonna lie, bro. I don't even expect niggas to ask. I don't expect niggas to be thoughtful. And by niggas, I mean just people. I don't expect niggas to be thoughtful. I don't. I don't expect niggas to be considerate. Mm. When you're going through it, I expect you to get to it. Um, I used to feel away. I used mm. to feel like, nigga, you so insecure, in, insecure, so in, inconsiderate. Excuse me, mm. so inconsiderate. You're only thinking about yourself. You're so selfish. Mm. But then I think about how hard it is, and it seems easy to just like get your shit off. Right. But then one thing that we learn in counseling is. Um, once you say it out loud, you got to own that shit. Mm-hmm. And one of the hardest things is being able to own. Like, you can lie to everybody else, but when you, and you and you know how you feel inside, but when you say it out loud, especially if it's the truth, you got to mm-hmm. own that shit, and that's tough. Right. And so, for me, I look I look at it now as a person who's been, you know, I've been doing my counseling thing for a while, you know, bachelor's degree in psychology, master's in education, blah, 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 blah. No flex at all. Because um, I feel like if you have the degrees, but you can do nothing with it if you can't no, reach that, the people. No, that's good, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just feel like with all them letters behind your name, if you can't help the people, what mm-hmm. the fuck does it really matter? Right. But I guess in terms of the topic, um, I just think about how hard it is to really tell somebody. Like People think when you ask for money on the street, it's, it's easy, but you have to humble yourself as a mm-hmm. man to ask. Right. So I feel like when you are going through something and you ask somebody or you're telling somebody your problems and you're basically just leaving yourself honestly up to the will of the court, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to do. And so I respect people who are willing to do it because it's a certain level. We talked about it before. It's a certain level of vulnerability right. that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trusting someone else with your issue. So for me, when I hear it, and I receive it. I receive it as it's something that somebody needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if they didn't need it, they wouldn't ask for it. So I, I can, I can receive it when it comes my way. Um, pause if I need to. But um, mm-hmm. like I said, I can receive it if it comes my way. And for me, when I'm going through things, um, and it's been a trying year, but when mm-hmm. I go through things, it gives me an opportunity to not think about how I feel and the shit that I got going through, and it gives me a chance to focus. On what you're going through So right. for me it's almost like a I don't know if I would say it's a release But it's like a uh, It's kind of like a little bit of a I get to put my life on pause Right So I I, I enjoy it um, Personally just Just based on my background But how do you feel When that happens Man I don't I feel like I don't know though Like I'm a little bit more brutal When it comes with it You know what I mean Like I, when it comes to people just throwing themselves at me, I'm a little bit more harsh. And I try not to be. Okay. My whole thing is, like, a lot of times people don't take the time to really ask you, like, how you're doing before they throw their problems at you. Right. And, you know, that energy is, that energy is for real, for real. Like, it, it, it carries with you. I'm a nigga that, I'm a nigga that, if you tell me, like, your issues, I'm going to take it on as my issue. Okay. And that's one of my biggest problems is doing that itself. But that's also why it's like, I don't I don't try to, like, when people talk to me, like, sometimes I, I sound like I'm not listening. Because it's just like, if I really listen <laughs> to what the fuck you talking about, like, it's going to affect me, like, badly. Okay. And so when I when I asked the question about like 
the pressure of somebody venting to you, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, us as people, we have to be very cognizant of just like that energy that comes in of just like, we have to be cognizant of like what we, uh, what we're willing to allow inside of our space. Mm. And sometimes as even us as black people, we're very forgiving, very understanding people. Right. And when it comes to our own people, sometimes niggas just throw shit at us and it fucks us up. And, I only say this to say, like, <laughs> when I was, like, really going through my alcohol shit, like, mm. for real, for real, like, I remember, like, me really, like, calling people every day, like, random, not even random people, but just, like, just different folks, you know what I mean, that I was cool with on FaceTime, just, like, Niggas really don't want to get hit up on FaceTime like that. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I was hitting niggas up on FaceTime because I felt lonely and I like, and I wanted niggas you to just, talk to. Yeah, yeah. But I was always taking shots and shit on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, and that shit ain't cool. You know what I mean? True. And you realize, like, after a while, like, damn, like, you probably, like, you trauma, like, the trauma bond that, that comes with that. Mm hmm. Cause the niggas is always picking up is normally they looking for the same shit. That's a fact. That's you a know? fact. And at a point I stopped doing that shit. And now I see motherfuckers do that to me. Mm. And I try to protect my space. I look, I drink. I don't I don't I don't mind getting drunk, whatever, but there's still limits that I want to give myself when it comes to it. But when it comes to when people start Throwing their issues on me because they're drunk. Yo. Like, it, it's. I try to step back a little bit. Do you know what it took for you to get to the point where you felt like you didn't need to do that? It was, dog, it was a look in the mirror. It was a real look in the mirror, dog. Like, like it was actually. It was a situation. It was a woman. You know? I like this conversation. It was a woman. Okay. You know, um, I called her. It was a couple of years ago. And I remember her literally telling me, like, you got to stop calling me about this shit. Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And, like, that was like a clicking point for me of just like, you're right. That's probably how you said it too. You're right. It was just one of those things where it was like we have to just sit and really just be like, why the fuck am I calling everybody? How annoyed is everybody? If she's annoyed with me, I can only imagine how annoyed all these other fucking eight people that I've been calling are with me. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like one of those things, my nigga, like, oh, man. So you stopped it for her? No, I didn't stop it for her. Like, that was a that was a me thing. It was an embarrassment thing. Okay. It was, it was like, 
dog, we keeping it G. Like it, that shit. That one moment really opened up a lot of shit. Just period. Okay. Like relationship shit. Like just my my reliance on people outside. You know what I mean? Just just period outside of me. Like my reliance on other people making me feel better. Okay. Or making me feel whole, or making me, you know what I mean. That was one of the things when, when, when she said that, like, you got to stop bothering me with this shit, or you got to stop calling me about this shit. Like, I didn't understand it, right? Yeah. In that moment, I was like, like, but, <laughs> but you my dog, right? You right always, yeah, like, I you, always call you. You always yeah, answer yeah. when I right. call about this. So do you think she meant as we since we're talking about it, do you think she meant to stop calling you? Or do you think she no. meant something other than or stop calling her? You think no, she meant something I, No, I didn't I never thought that. I never thought that it was like stop calling me. It was just like stop calling me about that. Okay. And I totally understood it. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm really am like just throwing this energy on her. Like she has yeah. nothing to do with none of the shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think in playing the other side, we don't think about that. Right. We don't think about, like, you talked about how it feels to receive it. Mm-hmm. But you ne- we don't really think about how it feels for the other person once we, you know, once we give it to them. Like, it's like a matter of, mm-hmm. these are my problems. I've now given them to you, and right. I feel better. I feel better, but then you, like, I don't you think feel about better because you you're releasing that energy yeah. onto, like, that shit is gone from you now. But yeah. now it's on them. And you don't think about that. Right. Right. And the average person is not going to be able to separate the two. Mm-hmm. If there's been no training, no practice, like I've had, I've had kids because I used to be a high school, you know, school counselor. I've had kids tell me things that were heavy, mm-hmm. you know, like seeing somebody get shot in front of them, you know, seeing somebody get raped, mm-hmm. you know, um, been there to see like their mom get beat up, yeah. you know, like, you know, uh, well, like a like a, I had somebody tell me about how their mom got. I can't really share that. But I mean, like going through it mm-hmm. and the average person would go home mm-hmm. and then take that out on their family or take mm-hmm. that out on their girl or their dog or but you have to be able to you have to be able to separate too. But if you can't do that, you're walking around with that. And I feel like, you know, people we don't we don't think about that. We don't think about how once we've lightened our load, how heavy it it makes someone right. else. And I feel like we gotta we really gotta consider what that transference of energy is like. People think about that. It's just like that with, with sex, mm-hmm. you know. But you're passing that on to someone else. You could really be burdening some burdening someone else, and it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. But if this is somebody you care about, do you want to feel better at someone else's expense? Exactly. You know. Um, and I think it's something that we should be, we should be aware of. And I, I don't know who that person was that told you that, but thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But shout out to them for, for for showing you that tough love. I'm sure it wasn't easy for them. Right. But they got to protect their people. We got to be willing to protect our own peace. All right, all right, man. Can't point to a glass that's full. <laughs> Say that again. Man, you, you can't point to a glass that's full. Mm, let's give them another motherfucking arm for that real quick. You bitch, you. Oh, my God, man. Is there anything you want to talk about, man? Um, real quick, yeah. I wanted to ask you. 
Because I had an interesting conversation with my pops this week, and I told you I had a, you know, I had a funeral to go to. Um, and uh, we had a conversation actually in the barber shop. Myself, my dad, and my barber, and we were talking about um, what makes a man. Mm. Um, mm. You know, um, you know, for somebody to say that they're a man, what does that what does that mean? Um, yeah, that shit can be taken I mean, so many different ways. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So I mean, any any thoughts? Because I have my own thoughts. But any thoughts on what what makes a man? Um, my thing is all right. So if you if you look at just like certain like certain like characteristics mm-hmm. of just like how men and women are built, right? I think that we do have to play off of our strengths. Cause I think that is one of the biggest things that make what what's a woman and what's a man. What's like a woman? There's certain things. Like, well, I'm not gonna say what's a woman. Right, we're gonna stick to being men because <laughs> we we're not gonna do that. Yeah, all right. But I'm saying like there's certain genetic things that is just like that's catered to women, and certain genetic things that's catered to men. Uh, I do think that like naturally we are more of the protectors and the leaders. You know what I mean? I think that we are um, people, even of uh, of logic. You know what I mean? Because, like, we were discussing earlier about, like, I don't think that women are just emotional fucking creatures and shit like that. I don't think that men are just logistic creatures. Like, I don't don't think that's just what it is because we have a lot of emotions to us. A lot of these niggas, a lot of men, are very emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me give you a motherfucking air horn, you bitch, you, 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 you. But when it comes down to it, like, my nigga, like, women have a different type of palate, you know? Okay. And men have a different type of palate. So, like, our life experiences are different. Let's talk about it. Like, our life experiences are different when it comes when when we step out the door. Yeah. Like, like it, it's like when I when I talked about like our head being on a swivel at all times. I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing for women because you gotta look out for predators and all that shit too. Yeah. For us, it's like. It's almost kind of like niggas got to move and just operate. Like, we always ready for the fade. Facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Like, you That's know true. what I mean? Like, like it's like we, we, we have to move in a way where we are in literally protection mode, not just for the people that's, that we love, but for ourselves, for too. Ourselves. So, it's just like when a nigga test you, like, you got to look a nigga in the eyes and be like, all right, so this is what we are. stand tall, yeah. At all times, you know what I mean? So, so when you say, like, what is being a man, I also think when you think about, like, I'm a father, you know what I mean? So it's like when I think about my kids, like, I think just when it comes, it's it's never just about discipline and all of that. It's It's really just providing a certain type of realistic perspective that I think that Women, oh, don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Mm. Well, I feel like women sometimes get the luxury of not being able to exp- to live sometimes. Sometimes. Because they have a different type of realism to their life. 
Okay. Um, it's just shit. Shit is never. Shit is never sugarcoated for men. You know what I mean? I can agree. Like, so when we step out the door, we don't live in a fairy tale fantasy land. Ever. We're not afforded that. Yeah. Well, we can't. Yeah. Well, we can't afford to. Niggas do, but we can't afford to. We can't. Yeah. Like, it's something we, like I said, we had spoke on in the barbershop, and you know, I kind of just. I got a little bit of time to reflect and then kind of just think about stuff on my own. I think somebody once told me, um, a wise man once told me, um, a man has to know to sub, uh, and it's a little bit different. Mm. A man has to know to be able, or has to be able to subdue his passions. Mm. Um, you know, so when someone asks you, what did you come to do as a man? I came to subdue my passions. Um, what does that mean? If a beautiful woman walks by, mm-hmm. we can't turn into Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> you know, you can't just pounce on her. You know, like this is a sick Negro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you, I feel like a man has to be able, to, like I said, to subdue his passions. A man has to be able to recognize, and I think that's what separates a a boy or a, or just a male from a man. You have to be able to know, like, you got $500, mm-hmm. and there's no groceries in the house. Mm-hmm. It's not time to go buy the new J's. You right. want them, right. but you have to subdue your passions because while your feet are fresh, your stomach is empty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while, you, while your outfit is together, you know, your, your kids are struggling. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being able to subdue your passions as a man means... And it's something that's that's difficult, and that's probably why a lot of men don't want to do it. You have to be able to make the tough decisions. You may have to yeah. say, like my pops taught me, you know, my pops taught me the importance of making sure your lady always look good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like men know, like, if your lady look good, you can look like trash, but if your lady's lady good, good, you're good. Mm-hmm. And the day that you look good and she doesn't, you hustling it's backwards. It's the same thing with a haircut and your kicks. Yeah. Like, your, the rest of your fit could be trash, but if your kicks is nice or your haircut is nice, yeah. niggas ain't really pressing you like that. Like, yeah, you, you know gotta I mean? you gotta be able to. You got a certain amount of money, but you want a bottle. But like mm-hmm. I said, so do you drink or do you eat? You could drink and be turned up, but now your stomach is empty. So I think uh, yeah. you know you could spend all your money on trying to impress someone, mm-hmm. or you could set some money to the side and and do something to improve upon your improve upon your life. And I feel like as a man. We have to constantly be able to make, mm-hmm. we have to be able to make the, the tough decisions, the decisions that no one asks how we feel about, the decisions that we are constantly scrutinized for making, but we have to make them because, and it's not to say that women can't make the tough right. decisions because they make them every day. Every day. But if they had to make the same decisions mm-hmm. and deal with the consequences, would they be able to survive? Mm-hmm. Some men aren't able to survive. But you got to be able to stand on the decisions that you make as a man, as a head of household. Your decisions impact the whole family, right? You know, and you could get something wrong and the family be out back, or you can get something right and the family be good. Right. More than likely, just like with life, people always remember the stuff that you did wrong. Right. Nigga, you was late. Nigga, you forgot this. Mm-hmm. When you do what you're supposed to do, hey, you're yo, not giving credit shit. for it. Hey, yo, that's man. Where the motherfucker <laughs> hurts? You bitch, you. 
<laughs> I mean, that's 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 part of life. And so being able to, like I said, subdue your passions mm-hmm. um, and do what you came to here to do. And that is to, you know, be a man. You got to stand tall in, in your manly decisions. They're not like I look at, like I said, the house, the head of the household is going to do things that makes the wife, makes mom mad, make mm-hmm. the kids may not like. But that's what a man has to do because I can't do what as this man, I can't. Do what makes you happy or makes her happy. I have to do what what is best for my my situation, for my family, for myself. Um, and it's tough, but I think a man or a person, a male that can do that, to me, that's what makes a man. Subdue your passions. Well, are you 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 you? Check this out. What you not gonna do? Mm. What you not gonna do is have me on the tip of my toes. Pause. Oh, you shit. bitch, you. And asking these questions that is actually really good topics. You know what I mean? I yeah, like that's, that's I, what we do. I like I like, the, I like those topics. Yeah. That's what in this world that we live in right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. In this world that we live in right now. There's never going to be any progress without a little compassion. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to look in the enemy's eyes sometimes. And even still, even still, as much as you hate that motherfucker, you have to... Like... There's there's a certain type of fucking understanding that needs to happen. I'm not saying that you have to understand why they did what they did or whatever. I'm saying more so everybody's motherfucking human. Right. And this is why the biggest thing, like I'm not a, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. Look, I'm a fan of beating a nigga ass. You know, no. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm a I'm a fan of like you know what I mean like nigga on some fuck shit you know what I mean like whoop that nigga ass like I'm a fan of whooping that nigga ass, but I've never been a fan of wishing death on anybody, no matter who it is, no matter who it is like, no matter what they did and I I I would probably get shit for that, but my whole thing is this my nigga like. There's too much criticism in this world without empathy for the journey that some people have been on. Okay. You may not agree with it, and you don't have to agree with it. It's not meant for you to agree with everybody's journey. It's not why we're here. You know what I mean? But at the same time, love, man. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, I'm starting to sound like Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's just, nigga, love. Like, that shit travels, my nigga. Like, and if, if, I, if I tell you, like, if I ain't never learned that shit before, I learned that shit this past week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, on some family shit, like, 
you, it's motherfuckers out there. It's motherfuckers out there that's beefing with you that you don't even realize is beefing with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's motherfuckers out there that you beefing with that don't realize you beefing with them. Right, they're getting all this energy. Energy is real, my nigga. Like, all, all I'm saying is, look, like I said, you don't have to agree with niggas. You ain't got to fucking be buddy-buddy with niggas. Like I said, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of beating a nigga ass. If it comes down to on them on that type of time, right? But nigga, we we all figuring this shit out, dog. We we about to get out of here, but yeah. And yeah, dog. Man, love is important. We have to uh, yeah. that that level of love is tough. Loving your enemy is tough. Loving someone you feel like your enemy is tough. Having compassion for them, it 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 takes a different kind of person for somebody to do you wrong. And you feel and pray for them You know and I'm not trying to You know be the super religious homie You pray in whatever way you feel is prayer You know to whoever you feel is prayer My my God is Jesus Christ But for whoever you pray to You pray to them And pray for that person You know for their peace mm-hmm. You know um, I look at my, my brothers who practice Islam And they you know say peace be unto you And it sounds slight But bro peace is so important A lot of us have such a hard time Because we don't we don't have peace. We we struggle to find peace. We look for peace in the wrong places. And I feel like, like you said, if there's love, you know, if there's peace, you know, and there's some un- and, and some understanding as well. Understanding that, you know, maybe this person's getting it wrong, and it's hard to accept that people get stuff wrong, and it's just natural for them to get it wrong. But if we can accept that, maybe, you know, the person, whoever he or she, they was doing the best they could. Mm-hmm. You know, even in, in fucking up, you know, that, that, you know, we'll be able to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with you. Love is important. And I would add, I would add peace and understanding there as well. It's tough. It's not for everybody. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean we should. And I'm on that motherfucking <laughs> note, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why you always why why you always want to make me cry, bro? Bro, cause we gotta get that shit out. Like man. it's just like, yeah, I, you know what? This is this is probably gonna be one of my favorite episodes. On, on only on some shit like you know I'm, I'm obviously do my editing shit, but like it's just like certain things. Like I know we get into the fuck shit a lot of times, but I do enjoy when it's just me and you a lot of times, and we yeah. just. We just talk, like you know, like that shit. Just like, and I know we can go even deeper, yeah, into it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, we can, but it's just, yeah, like some some shit. But you know, <sighs> bro, we got to be able to have these. We got to be able to have these types of pods. I feel like, like people have shared with me that they that they that they like it. You know, yeah. it shows a level of vulnerability. It shows a level of. You know of, of of openness um that that people don't normally get you know and for two people that the majority of our listeners listen to that they don't know i feel like it gives them a chance to kind of just get to know us a little bit better and and i would hope that while we are vulnerable with you guys with each other but while you guys are able to hear us be vulnerable that it, that it gives you a sense of peace and a chance to Maybe be vulnerable with someone that you know Or be, just be vulnerable with yourself Cause it's Like I said we can't just walk yeah. around Just being 
motherfucking gorillas all the time. Just, just, I'm just saying. Like, this is a sick Negro. I'm just saying. We gotta, we have to be able to, you know, deal with deal with these feelings that are inside of us and and be able to address them. We can't just keep it just ignoring them because they're not gonna right. go anywhere. And I and I hope that when people listen to us, that they really. You know, understand that this shit ain't no gimmick. Niggas ain't doing this shit for the clout. We can always get to the fuck shit, but when we get to some real shit, just know. And even if we didn't even fucking address it in the in the light that we probably could, like, also remember, we're tequila drinkers. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the Jaeger homie in the, the like, cognac, bro. Niggas are drunk. You know what I mean? So it's like, but at the same time. At the same time, like, we still try to be responsible and just delivering certain type of messages, you know what I mean? Like, the, like, it, these are, like, I wish you guys can hear the conversations that Brother D and I, Brother D and I have, like, outside of the pod. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like, or even not even just Brother D and I, like, just anybody that we really fuck with like that, like, we have really good, really good in-depth conversations, but that's the thing, it's like, niggas ain't trying to fish for content, you know what I mean? It's just... It's just when we, it's actually probably harder to pod than it is to just really just have regular conversations because the pod is like, you know what I mean? We got to listen to shit. Yeah. So it's like, we, we got to entertain in some type of way. You know what I mean? But it's easier to just be ourselves outside of the pod. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's just another, a whole different layer to the shit, but Man, thank you guys for fucking listening, man. Episode 42. Bitch, you. Um, We're going to get to these black-owned businesses. Let's do that. We can get the fuck out. I mean, let's let's, let's fucking do it. Black. Black, black, black. (laughs) Black on black, black. Yeah. Hey. Okay, black, black. Black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. black rims on these black wheels in this black black with this black bitch. Black, so black on black on black on black on black. Okay, man. Alright. So I'm gonna do this again. You feel me? And I feel like I have to do this shit, man. I'm so motherfucking proud of you, mama. This is the third time I shouted you on Black on Business, but I'm going to keep shouting you out so, because I'm so motherfucking proud of you. Do that shit. So, this past, what, this past weekend? Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, my mom threw uh, my niece's 13th birthday party. You know what I mean? Like, she, let me turn this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But she threw her 13th birthday party. My nigga, like, when I say this shit was immaculate, if you guys follow me on Instagram, that's the music on me, like, you guys saw how fucking lit that motherfucking little kid's party was. Like, Bro, you know what I mean? It was dumb, dumb turned up. It was, it was fucking amazing. So if you guys want, you, like, fucking, <laughs> if you guys want your parties, you know what I mean? Like, if you want a kid party, whatever, like, you want your adult parties, whatever. Like, my mom does amazing, amazing at just setting up the whole thing for you, man. Like whatever type of design you want, whatever type of the theme you want, it's Kedas Mobile's party, okay? So it's K E D A S underscore Mobile underscore Parties, okay? If you can't spell it. Same thing when it comes to the music, homie. Don't follow them, okay? Toppers. <laughs> Kedas underscore Mobile underscore Parties. 
okay? That's I-E-S at the end. So please. <laughs> you got to say that too. Niggas be like E-E-Z. <laughs> so you please make sure that you follow my mom. Follow her party page. She is amazing at doing this shit, though. Like, for real, for real. Big old facts. You know what I mean? So... Support my mama. What's one more time, bro? What's no one more time? One more time, bro. What's mobile parties? You know what I mean? So that's Kedas. That's K E D A S underscore mobile M O B I L E underscore parties P A R T I E S. If you can't spell that, still do not follow my mama. (laughs) Yo, he done said it four times. You bitch, you write that shit down. So I got a shout out one of my sorors. Lovingly call her my even. Um, she calls me her even. She's family. Like I said, like a sister to me, like family, family. Um, my sorority, Tanae Hudson, uh, from Queens, Queens own. Um, the account for the page is T H E dot R E A L T A L K T H E R A P Y. The real period. Excuse me, the period real talk therapy. The period real talk therapy. Um, she's based in New York. Um, I believe she's doing some of the teletherapy, but I know for those in the New York area, because we have listenership on the East Coast, please tap in with her. Um, she's got her LCSW, she's got her masters. Um, she's tapped in a lot of times. You know, people in the black community, we're looking for someone that looks just like us. Mm-hmm. Tap in with her. For those who may not be in the in the black community, but they're looking for someone who's a reliable, a hard worker, who's a, a great source for, for counseling and such, please tap into her for therapy. She's a psychotherapist. Um, she's a proud graduate from H and excuse me, an HBCU, Norfolk mm-hmm. State. Stand the fuck up. And like I said, her name is Tanae Hudson. And that Instagram is the period. Real Talk Therapy. There's no spaces. The period. Real Talk Therapy. There's no spaces. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You. God damn it. Let's go, man. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Hold up. Episode motherfucking 42, man. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Please remember to subscribe to Patreon, man. Tap in. Please, man. Look, we out here. We're trying to do more shit for this podcast. Trying to do more shit for the fucking content. We can't do it without you. So tap into that Patreon page. You can go to the Instagram page. That's the podcast for you. That's the podcast. For <laughs> Y-O-U Right, right Brother D, where, where can find you, man? My Instagram is simple It's T-H-I-S-I-S-B-R-O-T-H-A You can't forget the D that is This is Brother D And if you can't spell the music, homie You already know the motherfucking deal Do not follow me huh? Do not follow my mama huh? Do not follow my brother huh? You bitch, you Like, don't <laughs> Don't, nothing Just don't do it But Man, thank you guys again for listening Episode motherfucking 42 Next week I feel like we're gonna do something really special Okay I think we're gonna do something very special next okay. week Okay I like that Tap the fuck in 
Mm-hmm. Like usual, this is the If I Let You Tell It podcast. Yes. You bitch, you. Turn this shit up, man. Come on. Don't talk to these niggas, man. I lie. I lie. I lie. We spend it all I'm about to bust.